Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Well, a very pleasant and warm Monday morning here in Eastland, Texas. It is Life Planning 101 on KTX and KDY. I'm Terry Slavis, and we have Angela Kennedy Robinson and a special guest on the phone with us. Good morning, Angela. Good Monday morning, and welcome to the summer in Texas, unless you're our guest for the day, uh, which is joining us from Utah. Of course, we won't hold that against him. His wife is from Texas, so we can let him have a little bit of credit. (laughs) But uh, we have an exciting show today. I know every week is a COVID week. It seems like we've got new information, and and, uh, this is none other than than that. But um, this week, I I wanted to find a really good tax professional to come on the show and talk about what is going on in the tax world in relation to COVID and the CARES Act. And as you know, you know, what we do as a life planning firm is really act like a quarterback from a high level. We try to know enough to be dangerous in every area and and truly help people get to the surgeon that they need, so to speak, in the different fields that they need. And I was really excited. This is a gentleman that I, I, interestingly enough, our family has known his wife's family for years and years and years. And and we've never worked together. And this year we became introduced to start working together and immediately were able to, you know, see a lot of value in what we could bring to the table for one another. And, and just being so that we both appreciate the team approach. We both appreciate the fact that more minds are powerful than one. And I'm so excited to have him on the show. A gentleman's name is Brian Coford, and he's from Provo, Utah. Uh, he's actually been in uh, the tax arena for about 27 years, so he's very experienced. He has a master's in accounting with a concentration in taxation. So I think the guy knows what he's talking about when it comes to taxation. And even more so, he likes to work with the what we call our right fit people that we like to work with. He likes to work with people that are passionate about, you know, life and in building success uh we we call them success issues and specifically entrepreneurs he's an entrepreneur himself and so i think uh when you are an entrepreneur yourself and especially as a professional it brings a whole new level of expertise because you you have you're you've been forced to think outside the box uh, your entire life and so you can bring that twist to your clientele so um i'm really excited and brian i know you've got a lot to share so i don't want to cut too too much into your time but I know you're you know so proactive with your clientele and the business owners that you work with and we're going to cover a lot on the show some of which has to do with individuals some of which has to do with with owners so if you can't listen to the whole show make sure you go back on uh, you can find us on basically every podcast out there uh, just start with our website if you need to www.kennedy-financial.com um, but you can also uh, tune back in on Saturday Mr. Coford without further ado are you still on the phone with us I am. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to hit you. And by the way, you know, he's an hour behind us, so we can just slap him with all the hard questions up front. But, um, you know, I know that we've been getting a lot of questions and people are, I think, are really just confused because of the vast amount of information that's been pouring out of the government. 
since the first of the year. And so if we could just kind of start out, you know, in, in generalities and talk a little bit about what you're doing with the CARES Act uh, that you feel is crucial for your clientele base and, some, and really for everybody to put their finger on that's different than you've done in years past. Well, yes. Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me on your show. It's an honor. And yes, Angela and I have become fast friends and, and all of what she said it was it was true. I'm very entrepreneurial and, and been in the, in the public arena for a long time, helping individuals and businesses with their tax concerns. And so, yeah, the 2020 has been a very interesting and unique year with all of the COVID craziness and a lot of the things that changed. Uh, well, we'll start with individuals, as most people have probably heard the, the extension deadline, uh, the April 15th deadline that's, that's big in my profession, the big tax season push has been pushed back to July 15th. So um, that means, you know, the, the interesting and challenging thing for us in our profession and for everyone in the public really with all of this has been things change day to day, week to week sometimes. And so it's a moving target. And, you know, initially the deadline was pushed back, but there was confusion about um, whether interest and penalties would still accrue or with it, whether estimated tax payments needed to be made on April 15th. And, and uh, they finally came out, you know, and said no penalties, no interest, no tax due, tax returns are not due until July 15th. So that was obviously a big one for individuals. And, um, you know, for us, frankly, um, that was a great relief to push that back because, you know, some of what we're going to talk about on the show today is just a lot of things came down through the CARES Act that affected uh, small business owners, entrepreneurs, and that's a big segment of our, our practice. So we can talk about some of those things as well. But yeah, lots of changes and even still changes happening even this last week currently. Right. So, you know, I think going back to that tax filings for just a second, you know, I know it, and I've, I've heard different perspectives from different accountants, but, you know, our kind of look at it is that it gives people a little bit more time to be diligent about their tax situation this year and making sure they're getting help. Or is that something that y'all are just taking your time getting through the returns or have y'all had to push them because of all these other priorities that have come in the pipeline? Well, it's an interesting question because, you know, a, a segment of people will file their tax returns earlier in the season. Typically, people with more uh, simple returns, they're expecting a refund, and so they're motivated to file those earlier in the season. And so that hasn't really changed. But, yes, I think generally it just gave everyone a little bit more time to get their information together to uh, make sure they're not missing anything. And, uh, yes, so it's been... We've been grateful to have that time, you know, to be able to work with our clients and have a little bit extra time for the more complicated returns to, to pull that information together. So that's, that's been good. Right. So you talked about some things that have happened, and, and, and I might be jumping ahead. Uh, changes last week, obviously, we saw another uh, bill signed in to act, and I know there's a lot of questions uh, around that, and I know we're going to get to that in the next segment, but let's stick with individuals for just a second because, mm -hmm. um, you know, the stimulus checks, you you see all kinds of uh, news lines out there every week about if you haven't got your stimulus check, this could be the reason, or do this, or da-da-da. So I do know for those that had, you know, those direct deposits those came in pretty quick but what about mm -hmm. the stimulus checks that people haven't received and what should they be doing if they haven't got one yeah we've, we've received a ton of questions on that obviously um, people are like hear all their neighbors or their friends or their parents or kids get checks and they haven't got theirs yet so what we found out about that is 
Well, first of all, let me start with this. You know, typically, um, we're able to get a hold of the IRS. We have a CPA hotline, and and uh, it's a great um, resource that we can typically get on the phone, and, and typically within less than 20, 30 minutes, um, have somebody on the phone. The IRS literally was, as to be expected, um, they weren't answering the phone for about two and a half months. So, you know, the resources or the ability for us to help our clients to track down those stimulus checks or to get answers and stuff, our hands were tied. And so I think the short answer to that even today is, um, you know, they can't send out all those millions of checks in a day. It's, um, it's obviously staggered over time. But there's different things um, that will affect that. If, if they have, um, you know, one of the big questions was, wait a second, what if I haven't filed my 2019 tax return? Do I have to file that before I can get my stimulus check? The answer is no. But how am I going to receive my check? Well, they mailed some, obviously. If you had filed your 18 returns, 17 or 18 returns, and had given them, um, had given the IRS your routing information and account information for them to direct deposit a refund, for example, then, then that sped it up for certain people and they were able to direct deposit that into your account. But even without your 19 return file, that wouldn't hold it up necessarily. You know, there are, we've had some clients with challenges where maybe they changed their address. Obviously, uh, maybe to check sitting at their old address and things like that. So I guess the rest of the answer that we typically give to our clients is be patient. Uh, if you haven't got it, it's probably coming, and, and we'll go back and look and see if we can figure out there, there's some reason why it may have been delayed. But uh, my understanding is, is that they're still sending out stimulus checks, and so I guess the advice if you haven't received one is to be patient or look into your filings or talk with your CPA about some of those things I just mentioned, you know, is the address right? Do they have your routing information and an account number, uh, you know, to be able to direct deposit or not? And it'll probably be coming. Right. Well, we are so excited to have Mr. Brian Coford on the show with us this morning. And I know we've got a big question when we come back because you work with so many entrepreneurs. And I think every, it's kind of on everybody's mind how this COVID-19 pandemic is, um, you know, not we all we all know how it's affecting us, but we kind of want to really know what's going on in the real environment and how it's affecting other businesses. So I'll be interested to hear, you know, when you come back about how it is affecting those businesses. And then I know we're months technically into all these changes with the CARE Act and, uh, or, or I guess, implementation with the CARE Act and what's really left that business owners can still be taken advantage of. So you're not going to want to miss it right here on Life Planning 101 when we come back. Segment two, Life Planning 101, right here on this beautiful Monday morning. Angela, we have lots of great information. Let's get right to it. Yes, we have CPA Brian Coford on the phone with us from Provo, Utah, bright and early this Monday morning and sharing with us some great information. Uh, Brian specifically works with a lot of entrepreneurs, and I think this is wonderful to have someone halfway across the country, too, to talk to in light of everything that's going on. And just tell us, Brian, what is the impact of everything that's going on that you're seeing that's affecting? your clients' businesses, and then also, you know, the CARES Act. Is that affecting or helping or not helping uh, the, the clients that you have? Well, that's a great question. I think, you know, our client base is, is spread across several different industries, and so we have a, a wide variety of clients and, do, and how um, the, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected their businesses. Some, obviously, have been devastating, and others that hasn't really affected them very much at all. I think it's been a positive thing that a lot of clients 
of mine have been able to, their workforce has been able to go remote, and so it hasn't, you know, affected them quite as much as people in retail or restaurants and different things like that. But so, yeah, it's been kind of a mixed bag. I think the CARES Act has been a obviously a huge topic and a huge uh, increase in, in questions that we've had from clients and opportunities that we've had to be able to help them. I think the CARES Act has been fantastic, frankly. Uh, I think, you know, our experience with our client base has been that the CARES Act has come in and quickly helped significantly. I think think there was a lot of skepticism early on as to how quickly they were going to be able to implement the SBA primarily and and bring out these PPP loans, the Paycheck Protection Program loans and uh, IDLE loans, uh, both of which have really given a shot in the arm and really helped a lot of our clients. Right. Yeah. And, you know, um, so speaking about and and for those listeners and for the sake of time, if you don't know about those loans, we definitely have a lot of literature uh, back on our website. We've done previous shows in which we've talked about these SBA loans in great detail, uh, both the EIDL loan and the the PPP loan. So you can go and and look for that. And I know, of course, Brian would be happy to talk to anybody um, with his expertise. But For the sake of time, I know we, you know, going through the logistics, if you're, you know, a business owner for the first time hearing about something right now is, I mean, is there still relief available? Uh, Surprisingly, there is. I've just even in the last week got um, unsolicited emails from some different banks to me saying, hey, if you haven't taken advantage of the PPP loan, uh, we're still working on those. And so, you know, real quick history on that is the SBA, the CARES Act came out, and SBA initiated, I think it was 350-some billion in paycheck protection uh, loans and to help cover employee costs for eight-week period is what it was set up to do. And that money was, uh, that was a firestorm, and that went very quickly. And so then Congress came and passed out another, uh, passed another law that bumped that up again and put out, I don't even remember now, two or 300 more billion dollars into that and the interesting thing is is that there's still some of that second round that's available and so yeah if there's any listeners here that are small business owners of any size that haven't gone down that road then there is still some ppp loan available on the second round Right. And so just for those listeners that in a quick reminder, because I know there's so much confusion, especially just the newness of all of this. What is the if you can give the kind of the primary benefits of that PPP loan? And then, of course, we had some new legislation this last week uh, that has Mm -hmm. uh, amended that to the positive. So if you'll kind of talk to that for just a second, because I to me, I mean, this is probably the biggest relief program in the whole package. Yeah, it is for sure. And so the purpose of the PPP portion was to give employers um, some relief to help them pay their, essentially pay their payroll for eight weeks or two months. And, and so what it was, it was a pretty streamlined process. And so just really quickly, basically what it is they, the banks wanted you, uh, you know, and that's the other part that's been really interesting about this is the banks all have their own, they're all trying to define and figure out how they're going to implement this and, 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 Still today, the different banks are doing things a little bit differently. They've interpreted things differently. But but basically, you have to go and, and show what your average monthly payroll costs are. Take it times 2.5%, and that was the amount of the PPP loan that you could get through the Small Business Administration through the SBA. And, but the banks were, again, administering that. So you have to go to a bank 
um, that you ideally have a relationship with and have them process that for you. So then the legislation you're talking about last week is, you know, for, it's not just a loan for to help you pay your payroll for two months, but most or all of that can be forgiven if you uh, did certain things. And the original forgiveness guidelines that we received uh, two, three months ago on the front end of this was that you would need to be able to show to the bank and subsequently to the SBA that you spent at least um, 75% of that loan amount on payroll and payroll expenses. And if you did that, it could be forgiven. And if you spent 100% of it on payroll, then all of it could be forgiven. So that was obviously a huge thing. It's, it's not just an SBA loan, but it's, it's a forgivable loan. And uh, the legislation that came out last week, the stuff that I saw that passed the House and the Senate, and again, it's brand, brand new, and I don't think it's even law yet, uh, but I can't imagine the president's not going to sign it, is that to extend that eight-week period, um, well, initially it was after you got the loan, you have to show that in the eight weeks subsequent to you receiving the loan that you had spent on those things like I just explained. So now they've they've extended that. I believe that the law that came through was, and it bounced back to different time frames, but I believe it's 24 weeks. So they've extended the period of time for forgiveness that you can show that you use that money on payroll or, or the other 25% could be spent on rent or mortgage interest or utilities, just right. those things. Right. But now with that eight-week period being extended to 24, I think it's going to be... Um, kind of a given that it's not going to be hard for anyone. Uh, I, I mean, I guess it could be possible, but it's going to be very, just, they're just loosening the forgiveness um, requirements. And I believe that, you know, only 60% now has to be spent on payroll. Uh, and they've extended that time from 8 to 24 weeks. And, and so as long as you can show that, then uh, you won't have to pay the loan back. Right, right, which is very powerful. So we're going to have more to hear from Mr. Brian Koffer when we come back right here on Life Planning 101. Business owners, you're not going to want to miss this. Final segment, Life Planning 101. Angela? Yes, and we're joined by Mr. Brian Koffer from Provo, Utah. He's a, a CPA that works all over the nation and uh, loves working with success issues and entrepreneurs. So uh, we are really pleased to have him on the show this morning. He is giving us some great information uh, in regards to COVID-19 and the CARES Act and, and everything that's changed in the tax world because of what we're going through today. So without further ado, we were talking right before the break about PPP loans and obviously if you miss that you need to go back and hear it because they are still available and as surprising as it is after all this time but uh, let's switch gears for just a second Brian because I also know these idle loans the EIDL loans the economic injury disaster loans um, that everybody gets confused what's going on here can you explain what those are and who they're eligible for? Yeah, so those are more of a general loan from the SBA, and and initially uh, what we heard was that they were going to give the, if you put in the application and said, hey, your your business was being hurt by COVID-19, that they would give you a $10,000 advance on the loan that would not be, uh, that you wouldn't have to pay back. And then uh, with that, there hasn't been nearly as many of those loans process as the PPP loans, at least in my experience. Um, I think Angela and I, we were talking um, last week, and with both of our clients' experience, some of, some of our clients have received not, a, uh, uh, well, they've received an advance that's less than 10000 But I have heard of some significant loans that have been processed, idle loans, 
but again, um, a much smaller number than the PPP loans. Uh, but those loans could be used for a broad variety of things. I mean, it's just basically expenses for your business. It didn't have to be, uh, it wasn't so specific, it didn't have to be payroll loans. Right, and you in know, fact, they're not supposed to cover the, the each other or else you're, you get some of your PPP loan deducted off of that is what my understanding is. Is that right? Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I was actually speaking, interestingly enough, after we had that conversation on Friday, uh, Friday evening with a, a business owner client, and they got a very large EIDL loan. And kind of an interesting twist on this is you can use that loan for advancing your business. And it's a 30-year 3% loan. So at the end of the day, I've had people say, well, I've been approved. Should I take the money or should I not? And I think you'd probably agree, Brian, that it's all about what you're planning to do with that money, <laughs> if, yeah. it, if it makes sense. You know, if you can go turn around and uh, make something better, use it, advance your business, grow something great. But don't just take the money to take the money because at the end of the day, you are paying interest. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. And interest rates are very low, but yes. Yeah, and and they are very low. I mean, three percent. You, I mean, you can't even get three percent probably on a house right now. I mean, you might get three and a quarter, but you can't get it on a house. Yeah. So that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So what? I know we're we're running short on time. What are some of the other financial relief programs in addition to uh, the CARES Act that are out there? Well, you know, I haven't dove into a lot of those, but I know that in Utah, and I think all the different states have their different programs, but I'm aware of several different state programs and even local programs that smaller loans and things, but things that have been available through the Chamber of Commerce, for example, or through different uh, government agencies, counties even, uh, the state. Uh, the states were given money from the federal government, as I understand it, to fund some of these uh, different programs. And so there's smaller uh, grants and different things like that. but. But for sure, I guess the advice we, we should give to the listeners is to explore some of those things and check with your uh, some of your local chamber of commerce and different groups that may be aware of and can help you with some different loans that might give them some relief. Right. And, you know, I think, too, this has all been a relief package. And technically, you know, or, or historically, I should say, anytime we've had a relief package, there's usually a stimulus package <laughs> that follows. And so I think it's critical, you know, to your point is to make sure that all of our listeners know that keep looking. Don't just stop right now because there's going to be things that could be rolling out. Take an opportunity of and And remember what Winston Churchill said, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. So <laughs> we don't want to waste this, you know, look up and regret not doing something. And, and that was the perfect window of opportunity to do it in. So with that, Brian, we really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you so much for your time. And I hope uh, our listeners found this as valuable as I know I did. And um, we are excited to, to have you join in on Life Planning 101 again sometime in the future. Thank you again so much and God bless you. Thank you so much for the invitation. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. And uh, thank all of our listeners this week for joining in on Life Planning 101. I uh, don't want to miss this airing. If you need to hear it again, obviously go to our podcast. Uh, go to www.kennedy-financial.com and you can pull up the information there as well or see more information on these EIDL loans and PPP loans and other relief loans. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. God bless everyone and have a great week. 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.